What's up, everybody, and welcome to Grinders Live, the uh, flagship show. It's Thursday, four games on the slate. We're going to break down game by game for you, walk you through this stuff, me and Big T, and uh, try to pick out some players we like for tonight. So we're going to get into that here in a little bit, and uh, we're going to run through some promos for you real quick. And, uh, just, you know, we got four games, and we got about 50 minutes to get it done, so plenty of time, no big rush here. If you're in chat, I need to pull up my Discord chat. Uh, if you want to follow along in chat, you can do so at the YouTube channel. Uh, you can also click like and subscribe while you're there, or you can do so on the uh, Discord chat. I like to get in that free chat on Discord. If it's not coming up on the side of your screen on the Grinders Live page, bear with us. That will change pretty soon. Well, I think they fix the chat for us, too. We can actually did, type on the they, page now. Well, you can do that, or if that's not working for some people, because sometimes it doesn't work for me, go to Discord, discord.com, get in the Roto Grinders uh, section that you've been invited to, and get in the thing that says free chat. That's where we'll be. And in fact, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today, but I got it today is Thursday, four games, not much to talk about. We got to see some pitchers out there, guys. We got to have people firing on all cylinders for the pitchers out there. I want to see some chat pitchers, so y'all get that ready. Please. Let me bring in – oh, man, let me get him on the let – me, let me text him real quick. He's got to wake up, man. We got to come and get this done. Let me bring in Big T and ask him how he's doing here on this Thursday, getting ready to go into a divisional weekend with a little basketball here tonight. How you feeling up there, man? Feeling good. They gave us a nice little slate here, too, to, to have some picture time, to talk some college football for a minute. We got we got a lot of different things on the, on, on the old agenda for today, but – we like these. I mean, we did showdown slates all year, so I like these four-game slates. It's more of a showdown feel than these slates with 10 teams and all these injuries and different things you got to monitor. Four games and nothing too, too crazy out there. I like these slates. Yeah, man. So uh, before we even get into the slate real quick, let's cover a few things here on the promo side. Uh, I, need to, I need to go over with you guys. Looks like we got a fantastic new Sharp Side Street contest. Let me tell you about Sharp Side. First of all, it's a great site to get you some uh, some lines on there, even if you're not using it to bet or anything like that. You just you just get the lines. It's fun stuff there. But they're giving away free money. They they do they do this quite a bit. We have got a Sharp Side Street contest. All right, let me talk to you about this Sharp Side Street contest starting January first, which was a few days ago. Uh, you got the new contest on SharpSide. The goal is to reward users with FanDuel credit. So the longer your streak becomes, the the, the more you know you got a shot at uh, winning this thing and getting some FanDuel credit. Uh, basically, you go in there and you try to get your streak together. And if you lose, fine, start up the next day. Keep on going until the very last day. You know, you never know when you're going to have the longest streak. You never know who's going to falter on their streak, and then all of a sudden they have to start over, and you can get the longest streak. So. Bump it out, man. Try to get you a, a long streak going together on sharp side. One pick. Just pick your best game every day and lock it in over there on sharp side, and you can get part of that, that FanDuel credit. So that's good. So I know you use sharp side, right, right Big T? Yeah, I, I love it. There, there's a ton of free stuff on there, too, like you're saying. it's Even if you don't like to gamble a ton or do that, like it's perfect to hang out in there, see how you can do it. It's a nice little, nice little thing. Yeah, it's cool stuff right there. So – uh and with this old, whole gambling thing about to take off and skyrocket in, in the U.S. of A., get ready. There'll be a lot of good stuff out there. So I'm trying to get ahead of the curve here with Sharpside. And other than that, guys, we got the RG badge promo going on for you guys, which is uh, go in there and switch over your badge, man, your avatar, from whatever you got now to the RG badge, place in a high up in a contest, and, and you can win – and then you screenshot it back to us. You can win an actual like month long service on RG for free. But even if you just switch it over, you can get a shout out on air, which is what we're going to do right now. So I got a long list here for you guys. These are some shout outs for today. All right. So I got the long list. We're going to start off with K Dogs 22. K Dogs 22. Congratulations to you. Uh, Wester 23. You get a shout out. S S D one Dave. I don't know what that is. That soccer Dave, like with some kind of burner account. It might be soccer Dave with a burner account. S D one Dave. J work. J work. Congratulations to you. W W King two K eighteen. Shout out to you. Reum thirty four. Shout out to you. Zasky 
Z-A-S-K-Y, Zasky, shout out to you. Jansen's gets a little shout out here. Gray Bra 3, Gray Bra 3, shout out to you. I don't see one for I don't see one for General Randone on there, so I'm guessing he didn't get a shout out, but he's in our thoughts, man. We're thinking about you, General Randone. We got we got we need you to toughen up here and step up the game here, but other than that, man. We should get him like a special guest appearance right now on Grinders Live with us. I mean, that'd be yeah. sweet. Break that the man, news. Bring him in. That man wants to come on right now. I will happily have him on here. It's not like not like we're getting paid for this or anything. And we're just here for free, man. So nobody getting paid for this, man. But uh, I want to see some I want to see some gifts. I want to see some pictures in that chat, guys. Fire it up, man. We got a four gamer. We get, we need to be entertained here. This is how we do this is how we entertain ourselves. So other than that, man, you want to start talking some basketball or you got something else you, you need to hit on for us here? No, I, I'm good to, to dive in. I want to get into this college football at some point, too, because I think we're on the same page with this LSU buzzsaw coming Monday night. We're doing a we're doing a full show here over the weekend too, but it's going to be a big one. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun game, man. Yeah, we got a yeah, guys. If, if you're if you're into that kind of thing and you're you're looking forward to that Monday night game, we are going to do a showdown video for college football. Probably should be up and posted by uh, by tomorrow afternoon. So if you're looking for thoughts on that game, we're going to have it in in the uh, in the showdown video. Should be fun. I mean, DraftKings. For a one-game college football, they really stepped up on that one. Put up, I think it's 100K to first. Now, granted, like like 90% of the pool is the first place, but at least it's a big prize pool. It's gonna, you know, That's why we're going to get that first place, so we get that 90%. Draw some people in, so it's going to be a good game. It should be fun, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for you, be on the lookout for that showdown video uh, for college football, probably dropping on Friday afternoon. So other than that, man, What's our time look like? About 40 minutes left. Ooh, we've got a lot of time to kill. That's why I'm going to need them gifts in chat, guys. So let's kick it off with Cleveland and Detroit. An interesting game that probably no one would be watching if not for DFS purposes. It's one of those games. That's what DFS does to you. So Cleveland and Detroit. Uh, the big injuries with Blake still out, you know, and I guess who, who else is out for Detroit? I don't see – I don't think there was anybody except for Blake that was like really – Big time. And then Cleveland, Larry Nance is, is hanging out there. I was going to get some extra time for some guys. Talk to me about the Cleveland side here. Let's click, kick it off with Cleveland. Who, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it shows you how bad the talent level. First of all, did you see the story about this This uh, Michigan? What's the Michigan Kabila? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a crazy story where he's call, calling them thugs instead of slugs or something. And <laughs> it was, that is, that's like a, I mean, that's a crazy story. But, I mean, that's what you get when you put a 80-year-old college coach in a, in a room with NBA-grown men. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. But how in the world is Detroit favored by seven over anybody? Detroit is terrible. I mean, I don't understand. Like, how, how can they be – seriously, how can they be favored right now? They're favored by, like, seven and a half points over anybody. I don't care who they're playing, Right? Am I wrong? Like I don't care who they're playing; they could be playing anybody. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it is. You're right. You're, you, I'm glad you alerted me to that. I wasn't even thinking about that. It, it's one of those things. A terrible team giving a lot of points. It just doesn't sound right. I don't even like. I don't even get it. Like, I mean, I guess Detroit will probably kill them because it just looks dumb. Like Detroit, it's one of those lines we talk about. I mean, we we've watched. We've watched lines our whole lives, football, basketball. And when a line looks this stupid, it usually pro- it'll probably end up being a blowout by Detroit or something. But I don't understand how they could be fa- – they're just so bad. But when I see a line like that, I immediately think maybe they blow them out, which means if they're going to blow them out, Drummond is going to have to have a monster game against these guys. He kind of went off the other day. They, they just played – the last, the last time he played was versus Cleveland, right? Yeah, he went for 61, 61 in 38 minutes. I think I think he could have a big game again on, on a little four-game slate. Embiid's out, so there's some value in different spots. I, I think Drummond could be a nice little play here tonight. Yeah, I like that too. Also, I want to backtrack real quick, and um, you know, I spoke about the YouTube chat. Yeah, we're not on YouTube. Just we're still suspended. I mean, I guess. 
We need Bach, General Randone to get us out of purgatory Dan here. Dan Bach posted some some you know crazy pics of himself on the RG account on accident, and then they they dropped the hammer on us, suspended us. So I apologize for that. But you can get in that free chat on Discord. Just the better way to go anyway, man. You can post all kinds of pictures in there and do all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I agree with you, Drummond. It's pretty much Drummond and Bust on that Detroit side. I don't really see a whole lot else. I mean, Derrick Rose is out. What do you think about Derrick Rose? Yeah, Derrick Rose is, again, if you like Detroit, which I think just by looking at this line that you have to like Detroit a little bit. The people that haven't listened a ton to us and are just listening for one of the first times, like, we believe in the spreads a lot, me, me, me and Chop. And I don't know, like, when a line looks fishy, it makes me like Detroit more than I should. And if the game stayed close, they're going to be good, too. So, I don't know. Derrick Rose, I mean, he's projected right now for almost 40 fantasy points at every site I see. 38 on the RG projections. These RG projections have been good this year, too, Chop. We talk about it all the time, but. If you get in here and aren't looking at these RG projections for basketball, football, I don't think it means as much. Baseball, I really don't think projections mean that much besides pitchers. But basketball, if you're building basketball teams and not looking at these RG projections, you're just doing it wrong. I would agree with that. It's part of the reason why tournaments are so popular right now because it's tough to get in cash games and beat guys who are using the RG projections and stuff, man. They're, they're spot on. So uh, you got to grab some different things in different ways here to make a difference. But uh, yeah, you, we've been hitting up Drummond. Man, I did come across something today, like his last several games against Cleveland, at least four of the last five or something. He smashed them. Like they don't have an answer for Drummond. So Drummond's going to be one of the better plays. The problem we're going to find later on, there's like a, a good half dozen centers, just center-only guys that you can use tonight that are really, really good. What about on the on the other side? We want to run somebody back. Uh, are you are you buying into Kevin Love tonight? Yeah, so I'm sure you saw it earlier in the week. We might have even talked about it on one of our shows. But, man, this, this tantrum he threw the other night, did you see this where he was just – you didn't see this? I don't think or, so. Or he was just tilted and he was like stumbling around yelling at everyone like he lost his mind on the court. This was two games ago. And whoever I was, I, I might have been on the radio with DB when we were talking about it. But like he had just a huge tantrum about the younger guys on his team and he was just frustrated. You could tell. And then he came back and he played 36 minutes the other night and had a 50 piece fantasy wise. I thought he'd bounce back, and I kind of think the same way tonight. Like, a veteran like this, he's embarrassed that he lost his cool that night two games ago, and I, I think he's got a, another big game in him. I mean, they don't have anyone to guard him. Just like Cleveland doesn't have anyone to guard Drummond, no, they don't really have anyone to guard Love. I mean, D- Detroit is weak. So, yeah, I, I like Love a lot. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would think that uh... – Probably if there's anybody that likes Beeline, it's probably Kevin Love. He's probably the one guy who likes Coach Beeline. I don't know. Just call me crazy. But uh, maybe Chetty. Maybe Chetty Oseman likes him a little bit too. But, I mean, that's it, right? Like, are you are you even vaguely tempted to take a Tristan Thompson or a Colin Sexton? Or, or does anybody else do anything for you on Cleveland? Yeah, it gets tough after that. Like, I don't, I don't like Tristan as much against a guy like Drummond. The nice thing about Sexton, he plays a ton of minutes on, on a short slate where you just don't know. On a four-game slate, like, there could be two games that turn into blowouts really ugly. It's more of a showdown format where I think you could you could play Sexton just because of the minutes. I think there's other guys on Detroit still, too. Like, what's this dude's name? That This uh, Siku? How do you pronounce this dude's name? Dumbia? Have you seen the dunks this guy's been given? I, I seen the dunk the other night he put – I think that was on Tristan. I was on Tristan. Tristan, I believe. Yeah, we got him in a bad spot, but he had some ups on him, man. I mean, he flat out just punched that on that guy, though. Like, that was embarrassing. That took the guy's manhood. That was unfortunate for Tristan, man, but uh, I don't know. these prices, though, for Detroit? $5,800, man, for Sequu. I don't know if I could do that. He's getting a fair projection on RG. I got the RG projections pulled up now. It's fair, but... 5800 is not, not anything to – like you're not running out there to put this guy in your lineup at that price tag. 
He's 57 on on FanDuel, too, and he is 13 on Yahoo, so he's definitely in play on Yahoo. But, man, I, I agree. He's super expensive. He's been getting – I mean, the last four games he's played a ton of minutes. I, Detroit, for some reason, I don't know. Why do they not like Christian Wood? Like, they just don't – Man, I don't know, man. That dude, if you just give him some minutes, now maybe he's not a good real-life player, but, my gosh. I think we saw last year, you give him some minutes on the court, this guy Crush could be a fantasy God, man, but yeah, he's not getting enough run, so I don't think you could go there. This is just it's a weird game, man. It's a just not a lot. There's like two guys, one guy on each side. They look really good. I think you could plug them in early, and then that's about it. So other than that, I guess we can move on. And it's weird because the other games are probably more appealing from a fantasy fantasy standpoint, but that two twenty one is not bad it compared to this next game, Boston and Philly. It's only a two seventeen and a half, but I feel better about some of these guys in this game just because I don't know why it feels like these guys are really going to come and, and play hardcore in this when Embiid is out. That's going to be the big news for the Sixers right there. Uh, with Embiid sitting, you're going to get you're going to get some extra run out of Al Horford, even though well he's been terrible lately. Mike Scott is going to get a little bit of extra run. Then you have some really fringe players that. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're really bad, like Kyle O'Quinn. I don't know if you're going to play a little Kyle O'Quinn, but, you know, Embiid's going to, Embiid being out is going to open up a lot here. What do you think about the Sixers, man? Yeah, it's uh, everyone got on DK for the pricing early in the season, and they've done a bad job at times. But, man, when you come out and see Kyle O'Quinn at 4,900, that they're amping some guys up for this Embiid injury. You got or not? Yeah, injury. Simmons at nine k. Tobias up. Josh Richardson is kind of cheap. Horford's kind of cheap. But man, Horford, he's been terrible, and he, he wants a trade. I think he's not what? happy there. I didn't even know that. Yeah, like he he's been very unhappy playing. There's been all kinds of whining and trade rumors with him going for other guys. So, uh, what did he think was going to happen? Anyways, like they had him beat in Simmons and. He knew how it was going to go. It's not the right symmetry for him, I don't think. So I, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. But it, it's working out pretty much how I thought. Like, he can't play against all the bigs that they got. It just doesn't work. But he, he could be in a good spot tonight, though, against his former team, especially at that price. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that's what that's what the optimizers jump into is, is him getting the big bump here, and it's going to make him – and with that 26% right now is going to make him kind of high on for this uh, for this slate, even though he's been terrible lately. And I would otherwise want to not play him. So, uh, but, you know, Embiid being out is going to change things up. What about Ben Simmons? He should theoretically get a good bump here. But, man, we've seen Boston. They have, like, some Ben Simmons kind of kryptonite over these last couple of years. They, they can defend him pretty well. He's kind of like – a mini version of Giannis. You just all you gotta do is really, you know, keep it. You don't even have to guard him at the three point line. You can specifically put a defense defensive wall up around the paint for him. With any interest in Ben Simmons tonight at forty two percent, or no, oh no, seven percent, forty two point projected. Yeah, the, just the other night again, we got air ball free throw, air ball threes. I mean, mm. the best player in the world, Giannis. Whoo, ah, don't get me started on the Giannis, but. Yeah, Ben Simmons has really been bad against against this Boston team, and they just have so many guys they can throw at them too. Jalen and Tatum and Smart and even Hayward and all these guys they can put on them. I don't see why that would change tonight. The prices, all these guys are priced a little bit better on FanDuel where like Horford on FanDuel at 5,400 is going to be a really tough fade. Like I don't. I don't know if you can really fade it at that cheap price, but then you got, I mean, Simmons is 85. I think I'm still going to fade him there because, like you said, they just match up good against him. I don't want to play a ton of pieces in this game. I mean, Philly's a good defense, too. Even without Embiid, they still have ton of, tons of pieces. So, I don't know. Besides Horford and how much is Richardson on FanDuel? Yeah, Richardson's more expensive on FanDuel, so I definitely don't like him there. And I think it's just just uh, Horford for me in this game, really. I've got some interest in Tobias Harris. Uh, just looking over some of the some of the numbers, and you know, if Dean was here, he'd say small sample, small sample. Uh, okay, I get it, Dean. It's a small sample, but where they've bottled up Ben Simmons in the past, Boston has. 
that means they've let Tobias Harris get loose. And when you look at some of his games with with him being a 76er against Boston, he's had some monster games. Now Embiid's out. I, I like some Tobias Harris tonight, but what about the Boston side? Kimba's back. Probably not going to get ejected two nights in a row. But Hayward's there, Jalen Brown. They got, some, like you said, a lot of pieces, but at what expense does it, does it cost us some fantasy guys here? Yeah, and, I mean, they're all back, so it's tough with the pricing. I mean, you just on the surface, you look at a guy like Tatum, who's, who is only 6700 like that feels cheap. But when you look closer, he just hasn't been that good, and they have tons of defenders they can put on him too. I mean, guys like Ben Simmons and Richardson, and these guys can guard the other way too. So it's just not as easy of a matchup as we're going to get in these other games. And I'm just not a Tatum guy. Like, he's fine. I like him as a player, but I don't need to play him in a tough matchup against Philly. I, I, I got everything crossed out from the Boston side. On all my teams, I, I can't see myself. Like, I'd rather play Detroit or Cleveland guys than Boston guys, to be honest. Interesting. I got it. So, it's a little four-game or so. I'm going to keep it all open. But I think if I was leaning anybody, I haven't been a Tatum guy either his his career. But at least he's kind of stepped up this year. He's been a lot better. So, I could go Tatum. Or I got a feeling one of these guys like Kimball or Jalen has a good game. So, maybe I'll sprinkle them in there. Kirk Deese hammered in chat, man. Where is he getting all these picks from, man? He's, he's pulling up some stuff out of your he personal. Up? Oh, man, your personal. He's pulling oh, some stuff out of your – don't have the other chat. He's not doing it in the the main chat. The, the chat isn't connected anymore, I don't think. What? Oh, no. Oh, I only it? got the, the home, the RG page up. I don't see no pictures. Oh, he's in Discord. He's now – he's got you. He's got you with your, your Halloween costume last year when oh, you went as no. Luigi. <laughs> he's got a graduate – this guy's got a graduation photo of you, man. I don't know where you pulled that one out of that, but you're at somebody's graduation. This guy's he's he's on you, man. He's stalking you, but I texted him and told him we need the pictures. I didn't know he actually came in and was delivering here. He was uh he's hammering in Discord chat, man. He's doing it, but yeah, uh, that's a it's a it's an interesting game. Got that injury that's going to open things up, but I'm with you, man. I I don't have any issue playing guys from the Detroit Cleveland game over some of these Philly-Boston guys because it's a tough defensive matchup right there. So, guys, uh, just remember we got a lot of time on this show, and so we'll probably be able to answer questions at the end of this thing or whatever y'all want to talk about. So get those things prepped up as we shoot through this show here. Let's uh, let's go on to the next game. We've got two games left here. Next game is solid game. Portland traveling to Minnesota, 225 total here, tight spread. You know, uh, we got the news today that earlier in the day, Hassan Whiteside missed shoot-around because he was sick. So I don't know if uh, what that's going to mean for tonight. It's a 7 o'clock game central time, so not a lot of time after lock. Maybe they give us some definitive word. I got a feeling he'll play, though. He's been on a tear lately, man. Where do you rank, where do you rank Whiteside tonight? Yeah, that, that's where it gets tricky for these four-game slates because we got – Two, obviously, early games, and then we got an 8 o'clock and a 9.30 game where the white side news is just massive for the slate. I assume he plays. Just I think you said you assume he plays. But, uh, man, if he doesn't play, it is tough not to play, like, some of these other guys that are going to get minutes. I don't – is Scal out, too? I see he's projected for zero, but has he been hurt? Let me see. You know, I couldn't even tell you about him. He's projected for zero, so I'm assuming he's hurt, but I'm sure the chat will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's, he's got to be hurt, right? I would assume I would assume so. I'm trying to pull up the I'm not even seeing him on the, the roster, so maybe he's hurt. Yeah, but they don't have, like, say Whiteside's out. I got to look at this scowl real quick. Let me see. Tell you what, he's not feeling good, so you never know. Oh, man. It says he's out. He's got left knee. Yeah, he he's out for four weeks, so mm. he's out for sure. Which means there's, I mean, who play? Who's behind Whiteside? Like there is nobody. So, like, who's it going to be? Tolliver? Uh, they don't have anybody. Meyer Leonard's not there anymore, is he? <laughs> they don't. They don't have anyone. Like I'm looking at this roster. I, they'll obviously go small. I mean, they're playing against a team like Minnesota, 
I'm I seriously want to. I'm going to play. Yeah, he'll probably play, but you never know if he doesn't play. I think I'd fire up some Carmelo. They may have to play Carmelo at center, man, and play like you said, super small. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It would be interesting, man. You you could. They don't even have another like forward. I'm looking at their roster, and it's like Bazemore is one of their other big guys. They got Trent Tolliver. Like, is Tolliver going to play 30 minutes? Yeah, man. This is uh this is twofold. Number one, if if he doesn't play, we can take some of these small guys and know that they're going to get extra run tonight because there's no other options and. And number two, if for some reason he didn't play, not that he's a great defender anyway, but if he didn't play and you got a bunch of short guys in there, Gorgie Dang would just tear this game up, right? Like, oh, this yeah. guy's got some upside. They don't have another big on there. I, I'm confused. There's got to be someone I'm missing, but there's some dude named Moses Brown. Who in the world is Moses Brown? You know, I've never heard of him. <laughs> uh, actually, someone just put it in this other chat right here. Moses Brown, G League. Yeah, so Moses Brown, I think, is the guy if Whiteside is somehow – because they have to have some size to put in there. Like, you can't play Mello at the five and and Bazemore at the four for a full game or you're going to get torched. Like, you got to have some sort of rim protection. Yeah, so we'll have to wait on that. I don't know if we're going to get – we might get He's going to play anyway, so we're probably, like, wasting time. Yeah, I got I got to think that he's probably just a little bit under the weather and he'll shoot around and he'll probably be out there. So, you know, assuming he is out there and he is playing, yeah. what's uh, what's your interest level in, in this guy, man? So the good thing is now that we circle back and assume he's in, we just talked about how there's no one really behind him. Yeah, so. Yeah, he has been. He's been playing a ton of minutes lately. I was Crushing. wondering why. Damn, why are they? Why are they giving him so many minutes? Yeah. Why they ain't got nobody behind him? Shit. And he's been. He's been smashing too. So like, he's in a great spot. And Minnesota is somehow much better on D without Cat, which I don't really understand either. It doesn't make sense to me in my mind. But they have been. I mean, they've they've been way better on defense since Cat went down. So. With with Gorgie in there, I think he's pretty solid on D for Whiteside. So I don't like have to have Whiteside, but I mean, if he's going to play these type of minutes, there's just no way he's not going to crush. Like, there's just he blocks too many shots, gets too many easy boards, easy stickbacks, to where he just has to be in play. And his price is up. I mean, Whiteside's ninety three hundred on DK. He's ninety five hundred on Fanduel. That is expensive for Whiteside, so it might keep keep people away from him. But with no bigs behind him, and he's playing 36 minutes last game, 33, 33, 32, 37. If he's playing mid to high 30s minutes, he's going to smash. There's no way around it, really, I, I don't think. Well, now, do we know for sure Carl Anthony Towns is out? I know it's not likely he plays, but we're still showing a projection for him. So maybe there's still they some hope. They have a projection in there for him today? Yeah, that's the only thing that kept me hanging on to the thought that maybe he plays. Like, if he plays, and you said that's a much weaker defensive team now, should Whiteside hit him up earlier in the year for a 63 spot on DraftKings? He'll do it again tonight if, if Carl Anthony Towns plays. It's a tougher matchup with Dang in there, but – We'll see how that plays out. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't. I don't think Carl Anthony Towns yeah. will play tonight, but you never. Know. So uh, Whiteside, you know, sitting there, maybe a little bit limited. Who knows? Maybe he's not feeling so well. Dame Lillard, C.J. McCollum, like you always say, don't play them both in the same lineup. It just doesn't work like that. But if you can play one of them, you can sometimes play one of them, and, and they can get off. So interest level in Lillard and McCollum. Yeah, and they're both priced nice. Where. I, I always say the the thing about not playing them together, but on a four game slate, maybe it's slightly different, just because you don't need the same type of ceiling, especially on this slate with a few of the games are kind of ugly to me. So maybe you could play them, but I still don't love to do it. Like if one of them really hits a ceiling game and goes just off, which we've seen before, the other one just there's no way he goes completely off. And I definitely like Dame probably a little more tonight, just because Wiggins is, I mean, Wiggins is at least capable on defense if he applies himself a little bit. I'd rather pick on, on Napier or somebody like that with Dame. And both these guys, though, I mean, Dame is cheap and CJ is cheap. So I, we, you can definitely play both of these guys. Yeah, looks good. Uh, assuming everybody's in there and doing their thing, you're going to have any uh, Carmelo Anthony tonight? 
I just never played mellow. I know yeah. you. It's I only a four gamer, man. It's only a four gamer. You just tough to scratch everybody off. Like, were you? Yeah, four, that's always uh, my problem, though. Too, I still scratch like so many yeah. guys off. Like, I just, I just can't play mellow. I mean, you got the two guards and you got Whiteside ahead of him, and he's not even that. Like, he's sixty six hundred on DK, sixty one on Fanduel. He's one of those guys that if you get to your last spot and he fits, like even if he was out of my player pool, if I got to the last spot on a perfect team, I could use him. Like I don't hate using him, but he's definitely not one of my favorites. Yeah, so I'm looking. You pull up his card here on the, the RG page, the RG lineups page, which is free. Uh you look up there and you, and you see that the ownership on FanDuel and Yahoo is going to get into the mid-20s projected. You look at that ownership on DraftKings at a, around 5%. Like, if we don't get word on Hassan Whiteside and maybe you think Whiteside sits and you're looking at a 5% guy, you can definitely leverage yourself in some right. tournaments and grab some mellow guys. So just uh, be aware that make some teams out there just assuming – we don't get any news. Make some teams assuming that Whiteside sits, man. You just never know when that, how that's going to play out. We haven't talked about Minnesota very much. We doubt Carl Anthony Towns plays, although we'll keep keep our ears open for that. And uh, other than that, they you know Wiggins is back now, so he's kind of taken away from some of those other guys who are priced up now. But they were delivering when Wiggins was out. Now Wiggins is back. What's your interest level in these Minnesota guys? Yeah, it's Wiggins, man. Wiggins is one of those projection guys that seems to pop. He popped the other night in the projections. He's popping again tonight with a a big-time projection. I just – Wiggins is like mellow for me. I just don't – like the other night he was popping. He plays 34 minutes, gets 24 fantasy points, and he just isn't – I just don't play Wiggins. I I don't know. Some guys I just don't play, and tonight – one of the reasons I like this slate tonight is because two of the guys that are going to be the chalk, Wiggins is going to be super chalky. It says 21% on here, but I think it could even be higher just because of the way the projections pop. But Wiggins and then the guy we're going to get to in the next game, I just don't like. I don't I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to pay 7k for for a guy that doesn't do much besides score. I know he had some really good games early in the year, and people were like, maybe Wiggins has turned the corner, blah, blah, blah. I just don't believe it. I'm not a Wiggins guy. If Wiggins beats me, he beats me. I just don't – I don't like Wiggins. Do you, what do you think about him? I think on a four-game slate, I'll keep, I'll keep him in mind, although he probably won't make my team tonight. Uh, I liked him a lot better when there was no Shabazz Napier around dominating. And Napier came in here with – when Teague went out and Napier picked up the slack, now he's starting. He's actually a pretty decent point guard. It's taken away from what was drawing Wiggins a lot of points, which was playing a little point guard. He's not doing that now. So I'm with you. He's not going to make my team. He's always capable of dropping a 50 spot. So, you know, keep him in your pool, guys, and that's fine. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with Big T. I won't do it. Covington's been pretty good lately. Any You're going you're gonna to play some Covington tonight? Oh, man, I know it sounds like I'm not playing anyone, but I, I struggle with these Minnesota guys. I do like Covington more than more than Wiggins just because, for one, he, he's a significantly cheaper. I mean, 5,700, 6K. I, I definitely don't like him on Yahoo where he's 26 bucks, but on the sites where he's, where he's cheaper, he just does more. Like, he can get you there with all kinds of different stats. He can hit threes when – at times, I just like I like his his upside more than a guy like Wiggins, but I don't know. I don't I don't love this game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Two twenty five is actually one of the higher totals on. It's just it's just not a like a super appealing slate here. It's just not a lot of great offensive teams going at it. It's only four games, so it's gonna be tough to put together a roster. I haven't actually tried to put together one yet, but. That's and, why fact, I, like, I know I said it at the beginning, but I like Detroit more than I should just yeah. because. I don't like some of these other spots in Detroit. Uh, I, I keep coming back to them. A few of those guys that I wouldn't normally take on a main slate, but since it's an ugly four-game slate, I kind of like a few of those Detroit guys. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to throw some players on a lineup here before the end of the show and see where it gets us. But yeah. other than that, let's uh, let's move on to the. This is 
Yeah, this is the real hammer right here. 8.30, the last game on the slate, a full hour and a half after uh, the Minnesota game. So you are going to be kind of knowing where you are position-wise going into this game in your tournaments. And, and it's probably going to be the game that draws the most ownership too just because you got a pretty good offensive Houston team, an Oklahoma City team that's going to score points because Houston doesn't play defense. you got some revenge elements going on here. To start off with the Houston side, are you buying into Russell Westbrook going back to Oklahoma City? He's an emotional guy already, and now now he gets to go back there. Are you buying in that he's going to have a little something extra in his tank after taking last night off and sitting out? So I just – I mean, everyone knows how I feel about Westbrook where I just don't – I like his motor. I like his athleticism. I just don't think he's a very good player, and he just – I don't like guys that can't shoot, that they're just going to chuck. His price is really low. I mean, he's 84 on DK, 87 on Fandle. Again, he's expensive on, on Yahoo at 45, so I, I definitely don't like him there. But everyone's going to play him. He's going to be the highest-owned guy of the night. I haven't looked at – let me look at the whole slate. Yeah, he's in but the 40s. Somehow it's got Derrick Rose ahead of him on our thing, but I think he's going to be the highest-owned. I mean, if not, he's going to be close. I mean, I think he'll be – upwards of 70% in the high-stakes stuff on DraftKings and FanDuel, for that matter. Everyone is going to play Westbrook tonight. And I think he's a pretty good fade on a four-game slate. I know it. I just – no one's going to play Harden tonight. Everyone's going to play Westbrook. Like, you can see it coming a mile away. And OKC has tons of defenders they can throw at Westbrook. And Harden's a much tougher, a much tougher guard where – he can do other things. He can shoot. Even though yesterday he went like three for like thirty after the first quarter, it felt like Harden. It was it was just crazy how many how many misses he had. But I, I don't know. Like if West, if you told me Westbrook was going to be low owned, which he's not, I would love him. But if he's going to be the highest owned guy of the slate, then I think I'm okay with fading in tournaments. It's just one of those things I like to do in tournaments. Even if he, I'm hoping he gets like high thirties, low forties, which it won't kill you if you play him, but I think you can get leverage on the field. And they have guys, like they can put Shea and CP3 and these guys on him where OKC's been much better this year than people thought because of the three-guard lineups where they can throw these three guards. And the good, the thing you have to do, though, if you're fading Westbrook, you have to play Harden. Don't not play either of them. Like, not on this slate, not on a four-game slate. All your leverage is coming from using Harden. And Harden's going to be, I mean, what do we got him at? 17 or so? Yeah, so you're telling me, yeah, 15% on here. I Just by looking at the pricing, I know no one's going to play Harden. He's going to be low-owned for a four-game slate. Everyone's going to play Westbrook. I'm just going to play Harden. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to do it, and I'll take my chances. Are we going to be able to fit him in, though? Like, uh, I don't know if we we'll have. find a way. We're going to find a way. We'll play yeah. our boy. Uh, what's our What's our boy filling in for for West for uh, Whiteside? Uh, Moses. <laughs> we'll play Big Moses. We'll play Big. We'd rather have Moses Brown or Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> Name the guy you'd rather have on your roster. That's tough, one, man. But I mean, that ownership, man. That is that is catch my eye right there. I do like. I do like Westbrook for cash games. I'd fire him up at those price tags. 8700 and 8400 is a yeah. good price tag for cash. But, I, of course, I'm not playing cash games. So, uh, the ownership thing, man, you do have to take that into consideration here on these tournaments, and that's a big number. And there's a smaller number on – a lot smaller number on Harden, like you said, and there's no real reason why. Harden won't go out and drop another triple-double tonight. It's just what he does. So, uh, other than Westbrook and Harden, we talked about those. Capella's been playing great. Do you trust him in this matchup against Stephen Adams? Who'd you say? Capella. He's been playing real good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he dropped about a 60 spot last night or something crazy like that. You trust him against Steven Adams? Adams hasn't been playing as good a defense this year. Yeah, I don't know what it is, too, because I've always considered OKC, like, really solid against bigs because of Adams. And you're right, this year it feels like he's just been getting carved all year. And I, I think it's a tough spot. I mean, I like Capella. But, again, we, we talked about the salary and stuff like that. It's tough to fit all these guys, especially if you play Harden. It's tough to it's tough to come back with Capella. They do correlate pretty good, though, obviously, just because if they get that screen and roll really going, 
Harden leads to a lot of a lot of Capella buckets where I don't know if Westbrook and Capella correlate as good. I, again, I'm not one of the number guys. I don't think you're one of the number guys where they have the exact points per minute of when these guys are running pick and roll, it's 1.73 fantasy points per minute. And when this guy does that, then I don't have any of that. But just off the top of my head, I would assume Harden correlates way better than, than Westbrook does with him. But I don't need Capella, but yeah, you can. I, another guy that I don't mind in this spot is a guy like House. Like, no one's going to play House tonight. He had a bad game last night, and he's just – I don't think he's going to be very high-owned, and he should be able to get decent decent run tonight against all these guards. I like a little sneaky house play. I mean, I'm, we're looking at DraftKings this whole time, and, uh, like, these guys are – all these other guys are severely overpriced. We're talking, you like yeah. you said, 5,600 5, for some of these mid-range guys like Josh Richardson and, and garbage like that. House is 4,200. If you're going to sneak in Harden, he's one of the guys you can turn to. But uh, And Tucker. I mean, they're both just dirt cheap. Tucker was real good last night. And, yeah, he was he was jumping off in the optimals, and he got there last night. So you could definitely uh, definitely play any of those guys. I mean, we got to look at in a vacuum and say Houston's probably or, or has a real good chance of being the highest scoring team on this little eight-team slate. So you got to grab some Houston guys. What about the Thunder now? I, I got this. I'm going to be playing some Chris Paul tonight. I think Chris Paul, I think the first time these teams met, he was still out of shape. He's an old guy, still getting his legs under him, didn't want to be in Oklahoma City. Just had a poor game. And, and, and now he's kind of like feeling his way out, man. Now he's starting to play a lot better, taking on a little bit more responsibility here. And now he's, he's in Oklahoma City. He gets to face this team that flat out traded him last year and he just disrespected that man. For, for a veteran player like that, one of the greatest point guards ever, they disrespected him. I got a feeling he's going to come, come with some thunder tonight, man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, he's one of those guys. He's been awesome, too. The last month, when it gets to closing time in these fourth quarters, he's just hammering teams, just pounding them with that high screen roll, hitting his little – his little free throw line jumper that he's hit for the last 15 years. Like he, he's just been awesome. And you know, he's going to be pissed tonight. Like, like you said, Harden basically, I mean, this team was a few bad breaks away from winning a title the last couple years. I mean, if, if CP three doesn't get hurt two years ago, that series was over. People forget about it. They had golden state beaten, not last year's golden state either. The golden state team that was the best that, was dominating everyone. They had them completely beaten, and CP3 goes down, and they lose a couple games after that. And then they just disrespect the guy. All of a sudden, they decide they didn't like him. They bring in crappy Westbrook, who looks good during the regular season, but they're not going to be a better team in the playoffs with Westbrook over a guy like CP3, I, I don't think. So he's going to come tonight, and I – I would much rather play him. I know they're not the exact same price, but I'd much rather play him than a guy like Westbrook, and he's going to be way lower owned. He's going to crush tonight. OKC is in a really good home spot tonight. The crowd's going to be good. I I like these guys tonight a ton. And Schroeder, too. What does Dean call him? Demolition Man or something? I, I like Demolition Man tonight. Yeah, he's uh, Schroeder's looking at about what 10, 10, somewhere in the range of ten to fifteen percent ownership. I like that call. Uh, I guess I guess we don't know if we're getting a projection on Gallinari, but he may be out too. I think he'd probably be out, yeah. which would only help. Plays. Which would only help Schroeder and help some of these other guys. Outside of that, of those guys, uh, Adams has been on fire lately. You gonna play some Adams? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Adams. This price yeah. is another one. You just talked about it a minute ago where some guys are, like, priced up tonight. Adams is one of them, man. At 6900 on DK, 7100 on FanDuel. He has gone for 40-plus the last three. But, man, that price is on the tipping point where it just feels like it's too high for me. And I do like OKC, though. OKC – they're a four-point dog tonight. I think OKC wins outright probably, and I, I like – I am worried about Gallo now that I, I just – he was upgraded to questionable at like 3 p.m., so 
If he plays, it does make me like CP3 a little bit less, which it, these slates are hard, right, Chop? Where we're talking more tournaments here, but the, the slate swings so much if an injury pops up and someone plays or doesn't because the two early games are gone. So yeah. by the time you get the news, you don't have really any pivots. So you need to have two plans, like if, if he plays or if he doesn't play, and you need to have a backup plan for sure. Yeah, you gotta be aware of all that stuff while you build your lineups, guys. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'll, I'll also I'm gonna throw in my two cents. Houston will be a better playoff team with Westbrook if they, if they get this guy to stop taking so many damn jump shots. Like, if when, he is, just, when is that gonna happen? <laughs> I don't know, man. Can somebody <laughs> can somebody pull him aside and just tell him, man, if you just do nothing but drive to the rim, they can't. They, they yeah. couldn't stop you guys as a Why team. Why doesn't he do that, though? I don't get it. He's so good at getting to the dang rim, so man, good. and getting his shot. But prefers to pull up from 18 feet and just and clank it off the rim too much, man. <laughs> if he could just fix that, this this could be a good team. I really think – I think the playoffs in general, east and west, I, it's kind of wide open. I know the Lakers are good and the Clippers are good. I don't think they're so much better than the Rockets, the Nuggets, whoever else you want to put in the Western Conference. I don't think they're so much better that they're going to run away with it. I think it's wide open. Somebody's going to – I think somebody's going to sneak in and, and win a championship this year that you wouldn't have thought about. But anyway, what, let's say let's, – uh, you guys fire up some questions for us. We'll see if we can answer them. But in the meantime, while we wait for some questions, let's take a look at some guys we can put in on a lineup for DraftKings. We'll build like a little mini lineup here. Nothing serious. Strictly GPP action here. No cash game lean here. we got about 10, 13 minutes left. Uh, I mean, I think we're both in agreement that at that 17, 15 to 17% ownership, we're taking Harden tonight, right? Yeah, I just think it's a really good play. I mean, if I was playing 150 tonight, I would set the rule for sure to play no Harden and Westbrook together. So, and I'd play one per team. Like, I think you need one of those two because no matter what, one of these guys is going to crush. I mean, it would take just a random complete blowout game for neither one of them to get there. But I think you need one, and Westbrook's going to be the chalk of the slate. So I think Harden, especially on DK, is just a very, very good play. Looking at the ownership here, and like I mentioned it earlier in the show, there's a ton of really good centers tonight and that are just center-only eligible. And that's driving the ownership all over the place. There's no, high, there's no highly owned centers tonight, projected-wise. So uh, is our thoughts – Let's tr- can we try to jam in Drummond and Harden? Drummond's not – like, because of all those centers, he's only – he could be the leading scorer on the slate or he could be second to Harden, and he's only getting 20% projected ownership. That's – for two guys who could absolutely break this slate, the only two guys, I don't see anybody else breaking it. And either both, of, both Harden and Drummond can break it. Only 20% seems real low on a four-game slate. Do we have enough juice to uh, – can we make them both work, or, or do we have to choose here? Yeah, so you're talking about the same thing we always talk about, like showdown strategy where yeah. you kind of just make it happen almost. Like, you know no one's going to play Drummond and Harden. Like, it's going to be literally like 3% of the field or something is going to play both of these guys. Honestly, I like DraftKings. Again, on Fandle where it's positions and there's other cheap guys, it's a little different. Like, Harden will get more ownership there. I still love the idea, but it's easier on FanDuel to fit both of these guys. It's just easier. But on DK, it's hard to fit these guys. So I think we just do it. Like in tournaments, it's almost one of the – this is one of the things I do. Like you just literally put them in there, and even if it's uncomfortable, you just find plays that will match up with it, and you just make it happen. Like how much does it leave us with? Uh, just those two guys leaves us with 4,600 per player. I think oh. we can do it. Let me uh, let me refresh and make sure I'm getting the proper projections and stuff here, and then we'll uh, we'll pick that up. Harden, and, okay. So what I also like to do here when you're in a situation like you, these these freaking projections are really good at our RG. So now I'll go to filter filter by dollars points per dollar and see if there's anybody that pops in a low range. So we got some guys out there, and uh, they're going to be, you know, kind of heavily owned in a 30 to 40% range because they are the best per dollar guys out there. But I think our combination of Harden and Drummond can help us roster some of these guys 
that are popping on the projection. So is there anybody that stands out? To, we got Horford at a good price, big ownership. Bazemore, I don't know why. Bazemore is always pretty highly projected, fairly projected for his for his dollars. Do you think anybody that's popping to you that's in a cheap range that we can play? So for me, I think that the way to go, at least starting out, is these Detroit guys. Like Galloway is only 3-2. Okay. Again, he's, he's not much of a, a cash type play, I don't think, but he's playing minutes and he's just so cheap. And so, same with this Mikhailu or whatever his name is for Detroit. Like he's gone, he's gone in the 20s and five straight games. He's playing minutes. He's gone in the 20s in seven out of eight games. So if you're telling me a guy's in the 20s, seven out of eight games, he's playing 30 minutes a night, he's going against the Cavs in a game that we said we liked the spread, and he's only 4,200, that's almost a lock for me. On a build like this where we need salary, I, I think, and Derrick Rose, like I think Detroit, I, I know I've kind of said it this whole show, but I think these Detroit guys are the, are the path to – to getting there, and then Detroit, if they're if they're good tonight, like we think they can be, you have you have the framework and you have flexibility later. The good thing about playing Harden, and you definitely need one other late guy, is you have a lot of flexibility. Depending on news, like say some news hit and Whiteside's out, all of a sudden, then you can pivot a few of these guys later to whatever. I mean, I don't have the pivot right here because we haven't built teams yet. But what do you think about these Detroit guys? I think that uh, normally, like if this was a big a big slate and a big build, uh, lots of options, I'm not playing those guys. But in this build, what we're doing on this little four-gamer is you got you to gotta get your head around the idea that in the perfect build in this tournament, Harden and Drummond are both breaking the slate. And if you didn't play them, if, if you were part of the 83% that didn't play Harden, or the 80% that didn't play Drummond, you can scratch your money goodbye in the tournament, and we're going to have them both. And if that happens, we don't even need a big game. We don't even need that 30-pointer out of Galloway that he dropped two nights ago. We don't need it. We just need him to be fair. We did the same thing with uh, Seve. Just be fair. You don't have to drop 30 tonight. Just be fair. And if these other guys handle their load, then we're going to be in good shape. What do you think about – can we drop – all right, let me, let me throw this one. Can we drop just for the hell of it? Because I like the upside. Can we drop Seve and put in Christian Wood? Man, I, Wood is like the hardest guy for me on the slate because he could literally get 40-plus, which is what we want in tournaments. I, I'm definitely good with playing him. But, man, it's frustrating when they don't give him run. It's so tilting. I mean, this it, guy. It's, just a pit. it's what you want. Do you want the steady 20 20- Four from seven, oh. or do you want a chance? You know, you could get, you could crap oh, out on Chris. You could crap out on Wood. I, I guess that's a personal decision. Whoever guy you guys want, but I think uh, Wood is a great play, though. I, I he's love always play. a good tournament play. He's got upside, but I mean, he can he can kill the team. Sevy doesn't look like he's going to kill it, but you know, we're just that's whatever you guys want to play. So uh, who I else do we got here? On, I think Wood is like better on a non Drummond team, just in case yeah. Drummond somehow got in foul trouble. Because then they wouldn't have a choice but to give him run. I, I love Wood. I just want one game where Wood – could you imagine if you found the ceiling game where he somehow plays 30 minutes? Like, he's going to get you 50 fantasy points for sure. Man, it's frustrating. Yeah, no, I agree. But, yeah, it's what, it is what it is. So, let's uh, – we got about five grand left for the rest of our spots. Let's see if we can uh, identify anybody uh, – Anybody else that standing out to you in the in that range? We don't do we have any Philly guy? We don't have any Philly. The cheapest guy that may do something tonight. You have any interest in Mike Scott? Ooh, man, he's got a brutal game long. I'm gonna, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. About I mean, MB being out helps somebody. I he's four K too. Oh my god, how's he four K? I don't know. It's gonna help somebody. Oh. MB being out, I just don't know if it's gonna be a. Uh, how can they price down. Mike Scott at 4K? That that is that's painful. Yeah, that's brutal. What else? Uh, they made O'Quinn 4900 and Mike Scott 4K. Talk about pricing cool. guys up. Man, I, I right. think it, Philly the the best play is is Horford. I think, and he he kind of fits our bill. We can get. I think we can get Horford. I'm going to mention some other guys to you here. Tell me what you think about these. We got about five minutes left, so we got time. 
mentioned some other guy, Horford. We mentioned centers, Gorgie Dang. We, we assume Cat's going to be out. It's not a terrible price. He's actually the one guy on the slate that didn't get, like, super bumped up. I mean, it's not a great price, but we can fit it in. And then there's – you mentioned the Houston game. There's House and there's P.J. Tucker. We can definitely get one of those guys in. Any interest in any of those guys? Yeah, for, I, I like all those guys. And the good thing about Gorgie is – no one's going to play him. I like guys like that on the on the four-game slate where if you can find a reason to play him, then he's going to be low-owned, and you can fall into the nuts with him. Like we said, on a site like FanDuel, you can play him, and if somehow you, f- you fall into the path where Whiteside's out, I mean, you could fall into the total nuts if you fall into the right situation, which – and even if Whiteside does play, you're still okay. So I love plays like that, and I think he's a good play for sure. And then Tucker, on a build where you want salary, like Harden and Drummond, I think Tucker's almost a lock for me at 41. He's going to stand in the corner and probably get us like 20 fantasy points. But like you, you said it best, when we play these two, we want 75 from Harden and 65 from Drummond. And when we get that, it doesn't really matter what these cheaper guys are doing as long as they don't completely die on us. Yeah, it's just uh, just, just when you play a roster like this, you, you need your two guys that you spend up on to break it for you, which is good. And then if the mid-range guys don't do anything particularly great, if there's nobody else that drops a 55, we're going to be golden, even with 15 to 20 from the rest of these guys. If we played this team right here uh, – Harden, Drummond, Dang, and Horford are two Detroit guys. It'd leave you almost four grand left for two spots. Tucker's in that range. Daniel House is in that range. There's cheap guys all over. You can make this lineup work, guys. I think this is a this this is definitely a stars and scrub build right here. And it really, man, this works on this kind of slate, right? Yeah, I love it on slates like this because, again, like you said, if these guys, if you get a Harden ceiling game, I'm talking mainly DK right here. No one's going to play him. If you get 75 or 80 from Harden, it doesn't – like you only have to beat 10% or 15% of the field. So you're trimming the field so much where the mid-range is fine, but it's tougher to get separation, I think, with, with a lot of those mid-range guys, unless you like a lower-owned guy like Gorgie or, or some of those guys. But like playing Westbrook is not going to separate you tonight. Sure, he, he's the best play on the slate according to the projections and stuff. But he's not going to separate you, and that's what you need in tournaments. It is official that Carl Anthony Towns is out, so uh, we don't have to worry about that tonight. It's going to fit our build perfectly, and you roll with it just like we said. All right, we're going to get out of here in just a minute, Big T. Before we go, I need to know uh, you got your eyeball on anybody tonight that's going to break this thing down, that's just going to totally break the slate that is not named Drummond or Harden. So for me, I've kind of said it. I don't – my plan for the night is to kind of fade Westbrook and fade uh, Wiggins are two of my fades. And I'm playing these Detroit guys, so I don't necessarily have one guy that I think is going to break the slate. If I had to pick one, maybe it's Derrick Rose because I think they need scoring. I, I hate having Derrick Rose as my guy, but more than not, I'm just going to play these Detroit guys. Like, you're going to see my teams tonight. I'm going to have probably four Detroit guys on my teams with Harden. That's my plan. I don't have a particular guy, though, besides Drummond and Harden I, I like the most. Cool. I'm going Tobias Harris. I think he's going to drop uh, – I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say 48 fantasy points tonight. Dean would laugh at that, but Dean – that's why Dean's still in the $2 game. So, Good luck, guys. For Big T, I'm Head Chopper. Good luck in all those tournaments tonight. Catch us on those showdown shows tomorrow, and we'll be back, and we are out of here.